Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by Electrifying Pink Kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fave, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Lady Blooding, Naughty and Nice, Butepain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Ruby R., Christopher, Kilted Sir, Fire Good and His Good Boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Linus X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J21, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity, Belle, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Radically Blessed, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Pumpkin Pie, Ms. Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, Wee Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Forrest, BP Bryn, Ray S., Crash Override, Becca, Sir Sin, Little Bean, Kinky Bear, I Am A Baby Bitches, Barbie, Frost, Sinful and Naughty, Coffee and Chaos, Navigator Bard, Noir, Haley's Comet. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Go! You said you wanted to start this episode. You said you had something in mind. Did you oh. remember that entire conversation we nope. had sitting on the sofa? Nope. Not a clue. Hey, Rara, how was your week? <laughs> Busy. Did you do anything interesting this week? I might have. Anything fun that you might want to talk about? <laughs> I might have started did you, a couple did you of... do anything bad? Define bad. Good point. I don't think it was bad. I mean, others might disagree. I might have kerfuffled a bit. Did you cause problems for other people? Well, as I said, I might have kerfuffled a little bit. I, you know, and but I did avoid some other kerfuffles by not saying anything. Oh, congratulations. It wasn't easy. How many kerfuffles did you get into this week, Rara? Well, officially two. Officially. Officially two. So you did not do the trifecta. No, but I'm I very tried. disappointed. I tried. Okay. It just well. wasn't the same because... Kerfuffles need to be organic. They yeah. cannot be forced. And when I posted on in our Facebook group, which by the way, you can join Pink Kink Podcast, <laughs> I said that Dara wanted me to have a third kerfuffle so I could have a trifecta. And I asked who wanted to argue with me. And people Everybody responded. Did. But it, it just, it didn't feel, it wasn't natural. They were just saying things to be oppositional. I don't see the problem with that. Because it's not the same. A kerfuffle has to be real. It can't be that you're saying something just to be a pain in the ass and piss me off. It has to be you're saying something because you truly, honestly believe it and you're fucking wrong. You ever think to consider maybe you're the one that might be wrong? Sometimes, but not in these instances. No, in this case, I agree. But sometimes I think you're wrong and you just don't realize it. No. Rara, at some point, you're going to need somebody to take you your ass down a peg. I'm already short enough. How much more do I need to go down? <laughs> All right. Well, so Rara's first kerfuffle, as usual. Well, this one started off on Instagram. Oh, I thought it was TikTok first. I don't remember. No. You don't know the order in which you kerfuffle? Well, I think I made the post on Instagram first. I made the post on Instagram first. So the kerfuffle itself might not have happened before the TikTok stuff, but I posted the initial meme that created the kerfuffle. Okay. All right. Let's just go back in time. Look, I have my notes. My note says I'm talking about what happened on Instagram first. I don't have the notes. No, there's no point in you seeing them. Okay, fine. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to go to sleep. Good okay. night. We started off on Instagram. 
where I saw somebody make a post with a definition of a label. And you know how much we love those. I Look, I am all about definitions. You need to have a starting space. My problem is the fact that some of these definitions have become like locked instead of realizing that there's so many more nuances. So in this particular case, it was the definition of the word brat. Mm-hmm. And once again, brat was defined as being a type of submissive. It is not. Right. So I created a very, cu- I might say, very cute graphic of me standing on my soapbox, literally, in a, with the city backscape, and I am saying something. And I've decided that this is going to be a new series, my soapbox series. So I'll just change out the words because it's a cute as fuck graphic. Okay. Anyway, so I said that not all brats are submissives. Have you never met a Dom brat? I have, indeed. Right? And I got this response from somebody. Brat and Dom, by definition, are mutually exclusive. You can't pair a brat and a Dom together in one personality. If you think you're a brat Dom, then you're probably just a Dom with attitude. What the fuck does that even mean? A bra- a- Isn't that what a brat is? I was like, somebody with an attitude? Somebody with an attitude that's like, no, I'm not. Like, fucking hell, that's the exact definition of a brat top. Right? So I started off very kindly. Okay. As I always do. And I said, how are they mutually exclusive? Why can't they be paired together in one personality? Because I was trying to understand. And then I got this response. Because that's... Hold on, I'm going to sit back because as soon as I say the star is going to explode. Wait, let me put my thing down. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. So the first thing they said is, because that's like saying someone's an introvert and extrovert. Oh, I remember that one. Fucking what? Have you never fucking heard of an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert? Guess what? I happen to be an extroverted introvert. Because right now, there is only me and Rara. This doesn't count. I'm not actually public speaking. So I'm allowed to like be all blah, blah, blah. And I get like such joy out of peopling. But then the second I'm away from the people, I crash and I crash hard because all my energy has like completely gone to shit. That is an extroverted introvert. You have mostly introvert, but you have extroverted tendencies that kind of show up and then you fucking crash. That is an extroverted introvert. I'm not entirely sure what an introverted extrovert would actually be. (laughs) Well, if you can have one, you can have the other. But that's what they said. Then they continued by definition. dumb. By definition, brat is an adjective word, but in kink association, it's paired with sub. Wait, what? Say that again. By definition, brat is an adjective word. No, it is a noun. But in kink, well, I think it's also a verb. Yes, you can brat, which is the act of doing the annoying thing to piss somebody off. You can be a bratty person, which makes it an adjective, which makes it a personality trait. Or you can be a brat, which is a fucking noun. It's kind of like the word fuck. It's got all kinds of different meanings and definitions and, and ways of using it. That's why it's such a good word. I love it. Now, what happens if you put them together and you're a fucking brat? Or a bratty fuck? Or a brat fucking? <laughs> I love it. So, so by definition, brat is an adjective word. Oh my word. God, rara. Rara. What? Rara. What? That should be on a t-shirt. Which one? Brat, adjective, brat, noun, brat, verb. And like, dot, dot, dot. All right. R- write write that down. down. Write it down. Write okay. that down. I'm going to put it in the thing because I don't have a pencil. <laughs> That's fine. Posting it. Okay. The, all right. I'm not going to go back. By Fuck. definition, brat is an adjective word. But in kink association, it's paired with sub. So it would mean you're a bit of a feisty sub. A bit? Have you met any? Well, first of all, I disagree with this idea that if you're feisty you're a brat okay so we define brat as somebody who has attitude and is like a little rare just for the funsies right this is what we said in brats versus sam's it is the point is to piss somebody off for the funsies well the point is to mess with their mojo what is feisty then i don't know because i'm a brat and i'm feisty and sassy I understand the sassy purple is like, gosh darn it. People love me. It, mm, <laughs> sometimes is is feisty like the more excessive version of sassy? Because at that point, I just want to punch you. I don't know. That was not me banging into anything. I'm just saying. Yes, it was. Nah, uh-uh. 
wasn't here, brat. Yeah. Your boobs are bratting. My boobs are bratting? Yeah, because they keep bumping into things. No, look, they're right here. Yes, I know. They're right there. I can't help but stare at them. They're right there. But they're not touching anything. They're like a good four or five inches away from the microphone. Okay. Ready? Feisty. Okay. Wow, you looked it up. Now, of course. Of a person, typically one who is relatively small or weak, lively, determined, and courageous. Wait, say again. The beginning part. Of a person. Uh-huh. Typically one who is relatively small or weak. But their personality lively, is Lively, determined, and courageous. So you. I told you I was feisty. Okay, but what does that have to do with... Okay, here we go. Here's the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Feisty. Full... Okay, <laughs> this doesn't help. The answer is spunky. So now I gotta look up spunky. I know what spunk is. It's different. Well, wait, wait, wait. If you have spunk, you If you're have... full of spunk, you're spirited. Right. Gumption. And for those of us old folk, Mary Tyler Moore, you have spunk. I don't like spunk. <laughs> I don't like... Says. I don't like spunk either, but that's a whole okay. different Having definition. Having or showing a lively aggressiveness. Yes, so you. That's feisty. Yeah. Defin- of- Those are all words that describe rah-rah. I Touchy, don't- quarrelsome. Quarrelsome? Yes, that also applies to you. Right. Well, let's see what, what they have to say. What is the definition of brat? Because, you know, this is confusing me. I'm very, yeah. I wasn't expecting to look up a whole bunch of words today. Okay. Well, see, there's different kinds of brats. There's a, a disparaging, there's a child, an ill-mannered, immature person. Me. There's also the child of a career military person. Yes. So that's not a bad thing. Anyway, we totally got off topic. That's so unlike us. I don't know how that right? ever happened. I know. So by, uh, but in King Associations paired with sub. So it would mean you're a bit of a feisty sub, which is my point. It shouldn't be paired with sub. You can't just make up new things. I'm sorry, how many fucking words every year get added to our dictionary because somebody made them up and they've now been added? Selfie. Selfie, for fuck's sake. Also, if Shakespeare can make up words, so can I. They say you can't just make up new things, otherwise that defeats the purpose of labeling amongst the king community. And that's why I don't like labels. But here's my personal favorite. You also offend the general consensus of the Dom community, the sub community, particularly the sub brat community, as I think most would take reservations with you just deciding to combine the two. Oh, what? How many of them does he actually know or they, whoever that is, actually know personally? Well, here's what's ridiculous. And why is there a consensus? Is there like, is there an entire Dom community that has decided to become the Council of Kinky Elders and we were not informed? I'm on that council. I know nothing about that. Well, this was not taken into consideration, apparently. But here's what's ridiculous. If you read through all the comments, the comments are all either, yes, I'm a bratty dom, or yes, my dom is a brat dom, Mm -hmm. or, oh yeah, my best friend, somebody I know, identifies as a brat dom. So who did I offend? Apparently, the Council of Bratty Submissives. Some of those are Bratty Submissives. One of my friends um, from TikTok who identifies as a brat. She does a whole lot of content on TikTok as a brat. Talks all the time about how her dom identifies as a brat dom. There's some of us who even, I know this is crazy. Ready? Ready? Mm -hmm. This is my working theory right now. I don't like the term brat tamer or brat handler because I don't think you want to tame a brat. Takes all the fun out of it. And I don't think you can handle a brat. So good luck with that. There's a lot of us who think the only way to to take care and deal with a brat sub is to be brattier than them. And out brat each other? And out brat. Well, that's John's working theory. Brat on brat crime is how I am forever describing (laughs) my scenes with John. (laughs) There was somebody else in the um, comments who also made a, a statement about the fact that their scenes with their dom have often been called brat versus brat. I don't see the problem with this. I do see a problem with not reading the room, which clearly this person didn't like look at the rest of the comments. 
And I'm sorry, what happened to the whole kink is customizable part? Like, is that not a thing anymore? It's a thing of, except for those people who are like, kink is customizable, but. Uh, it has to be my way. The one two ways. Oh, well. It just, but even if you, let's say, agree with him, and I happen to know it's a him, that's why I'm oh, using okay. that, okay? Why? It, their argument makes no sense. You can't make up words. It happens all the time. As you pointed out, selfie. Made up word. And it's been added to the, to the English language. Okay? You can't combine words. Oh, you can't? According to him, you can't combine words. That's like saying... You, that's Look, like saying you, English is one of those languages that is one of the most evolving languages on the planet and always has been. We have taken words from other cultures, other languages, like since its inception. Did you know that English is actually derived from German? Most of the English language comes from German. However, we have a fuck ton of words that come from French, for example, fiancé. Nobody says my betrothed, which would be what it would be in English. It's, it's always fiancé. That's a standard word in English now, but its origin is French. We have always taken words from other languages. We have always combined words from other things. This is a fucking stupid-ass argument. We made up. We make up words all the time. What about Frappuccino? Uh, apparently Italian. I don't know. We made it up. Every fucking word in the language, in any language, was made up at some point. Did you know that computer actually originally was the person, not a machine? Because they computed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The actual machine was an adding machine or whatever machine else that was. It, it was just, it was so, look, I get frustrated at these one true wayers. I really do. Because even if you try to give them any grace, their arguments, just like this person's, make no sense. If you're going to argue with me, then at least make your argument make sense make it feasible to tell me you can't combine words and you can't make up words is the most ridiculous thing we've ever heard of because you absolutely can and if somebody says if you have somebody who says i identify as a brat dom who the hell are you to say no you don't yeah you can't tell me who and what to identify as sorry charlie fuck off yeah so that was kerfuffle number one that sounds like a very fascinating kerfuffle. I would like to see if they're at the end result of this kerfuffle. Uh, he gave up. Oh, good. Because what happens when Ra-Ra gets into a thing? I win. Mm -hmm. Then we have kerfuffle number two. This one's going to take a little longer. Sit back, grab your coffee. Because I have to go into backstory. But you yelled at me last time I had the coffee and I made the clicky click. Well, don't close it. But then what happens if I knock it over and it spills? Don't. Okay, fine. You're going to spill coffee? No. Exactly. Because if you spill it, what, what's it spilling on? My, my pretty scarlet here. And your? And, no, it's over there. It'll spill okay. on scarlet right. before yeah. it spills on my computer. Right. Poor scarlet. I know. All right. So we're going to go back. We need a back in time sound effect. All right, so there was a guy on TikTok who claims he's an educator. Oh boy. In fact, his, his um, username, the at sign, is kink educator. Oh, boy. I first ran into this particular creator when, he, when, when somebody else, a mutual, reached out to me and shared this guy's response about SSC. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, my, and the mutual who is actually Lord Allen, who has been on this podcast as a guest talking about neurodivergence, who is also an educator. Oh, by the way, if you guys listen to that episode, I am sorry, not sorry. The shit that Lord Allen and I got into on that episode was phenomenal. I needed a nap afterwards. You two exhausted me. Oh, my God. That was incredible. I, will, I don't think I'm ever going to get over that. But Lord Allen had responded to this person explaining why SSC was outdated and ableist. Yes. I also tried explaining that it was outdated and ableist. And he talked about the fact of, you know, it still works. 
And I think I used the analogy of seatbelts in cars, mm-hmm. that when you know better, you do better. And that's why now we have seatbelts and airbags and we use them. And we think it's wrong to not have them in your car. Unless you're the idiot that, you know, doesn't wear their seatbelt. Right. Good luck with that. Uh, but then you're risk aware, aren't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> we all know what happens at this point. If you get into an accident, you're not wearing your seatbelt. But he still was adamant that SSC was fine. And he claimed, again, that he's an educator and he teaches. Yeah, where? Well, I'm going to go into that after I finish this, this argument. Because okay. that is part of the story. So I, he ended up on my For You page where he started with saying he didn't believe that top space was actually a thing. Ah. But if there is a thing such as top space, it is dangerous because you're supposed to be in control and you don't want to feel high when you're supposed to be in control. That's an awfully big <sighs> sigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to control myself. Why? Because obviously this, this person has never once fucking been in top space. Like clearly. Because here's the thing. I have been in both top space and subspace multiple times for each. They're different entirely. In subspace, I become hugely spacey. I want to nap. I just, I'm like floaty. It's like I'm actually fucking high on pot or something, which by the way is a completely different experience for me than being in subspace. But from what I've heard, the normal is you're kind of like very chill and mellow. That's not me. I In subspace, yes. Rara's subspace is completely batshit crazy mini pink tornado flying around the room and talking. Yep. More than she does normally. And it's possible. And also faster. Oh my God, it's insane. If you want to hear an example of Rara <laughs> being high, like fucking crazy subspace Rara style, you have to listen to our it's a bonus episode. Bonus episode, like I think it was the first party after COVID. Yes, because that was the first time Rara got a good and proper beat down in what, like a year? Oh my god! And that was from our last episode about the interrogation scene. That was the party where I did the yes funny interrogation scene of of him wanting me to admit that Dallas Cowboys are the number one. And, and that, I said, no. Was that the scene where you ended up coming upstairs and being a complete batshit loon? Yep. Okay. So perfection. Listen to, we should put that on the interrogation episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, it is insane. So we have two very different styles of subspacing. Our top spaces, our top spaces are actually a little bit similar. Our top spaces are very similar. Um, which is weird because Rara and I don't do anything that's the same. Nope. How so? I would describe my top space as being hyper focused. Yep. On the bottom, I know when I'm in it, and I've said this before because I fucking missed a scene that was going on right in front of me, and apparently it was hot Asian guy and somebody else, and their shirts were off, and they were in a cage, and I'm like so fucking unbelievably disappointed that I missed this, but I was so hyper focused on the person on my table, and then when I step back. I'm not as hyper-focused, but that feeling is still there, and I can go right back into it with the next person. But it's not dangerous. In fact, I prefer it. I think that my bottoms prefer that I'm hyper-focused on them during a scene. But it's not, I'm not spacey. Yeah, every top that I know personally, who I've spoken to, that we've had this discussion about top space, every single one talks about the fact that top space not only gets them hyper-focused on their bots, but they become what we what we normally call like in the zone. Yeah, I could see that. Right? Where you're just so into it. And you're not high. They don't they never I've never heard anyone describe it as being high. I've always heard them, I'm in my zone. I'm in my lane. I am you I'm know, right where I need to I've, be. Yeah. This is this is it. This is like the best part. I've never of felt doing this. so connected and attached to my bottom. It's they just never ever describes it as high. And so I wrote back saying, um, I'm sorry, that's not what top space is. Because he was he was basically saying, 
top space is the top equivalent of subspace. It's and it's not, like, though. And it's not. Just because they have the same names doesn't mean they're interchangeable just whether you're the top or the bottom. It's completely different feelings. And you don't know that unless you have experienced both. And like we've said, Rara's, to- uh, Rara's bottom space, like her subspace and my subspace are wildly different. Mine are vi- Mine is very different than what you think subspace is. Unless you're doing rope. Correct. But even then, I don't describe it as high or spacey. I describe it as meditative. I'm still very much aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I am, again, not nonverbal because <laughs> no, that you're, never happens. You're but I'm very, me- I'm very calm and very meditative. It's weird. But so like yours would be almost scene based. Like what type of scene yes. you're bottoming for? Mine isn't. It For me, it doesn't matter what kind of scene it is. I always do end up having the same sort of uh, subspace, bottom space, if you will. My rope my rope is the only one that's different. Impact, needles, any any sharp stuff, that's the same. I've seen somebody do, I've seen somebody with the after effects, not the actual scene for needles, but their subspace after needles was very similar to your rope bottom mm-hmm. space. The rush of endorphins didn't hype them up. It made them very peaceful. Mm-hmm. So... It's very dependent on you, your personality. It can be dependent on the type of scene you do. It can be dependent on the top that you have. Right. Who you're working with. It's, it's entire, it's, God, there's so much nuance to how it can be. You can do the same thing with the same person, you know, 50 times and you could have 50 different reactions. So I went back and forth with this guy. (laughs) What's that look for? No, I'm just, I remember. Oh. I, I remember the uh, screenshots. So, right? So I went back and forth with this guy. He, it was very weird because he was both adamant that I was wrong. And he got nasty. Um, because he also tried claiming top space was a new term. And I said I found an article from 20, what was it 2003? Oh, Jesus. 20 years ago? 20 years ago. So no, it wasn't. That's not that new. And then he's like. He goes, where's your links? I said, Google's free. Where's your links? So he posted his links to the articles where he got his information from, which to me is problem number one. So you haven't experienced it. You just have articles. But I went through the articles. He apparently only read the first maybe paragraph or two at most. Oh, I love when that happens. So the first one was somebody who is a submissive who also tops describing her experience. Mm -hmm. But when you read it further down, she admits she didn't speak to any other tops. She did no further research. This is just her experience. So it's not factual. It's just anecdotal. Anecdotal. Right. Right. And not only that, but she's a submissive who tops. So I don't think she was in top space. If she was service subbing, then it would still be subbing. Service topping. Did I say service subbing? You did. Okay, yeah, I meant service topping. That's what I knew you meant. Wow. (laughs) My brain is broken. So my guess is if she's a submissive who tops, she was serving through her topping, which has probably still put her back into subspace. And if that's the case... That's still subspace. Then she shouldn't do it. Right? But there there was admittance in the article that no other tops were spoken to, no other research was done. I love when people do that because then when you read the whole article and you get to like the last paragraph and it says so and so da 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 this is the other side of the argument because like you know journalistic integrity has to show up at some point and then um this actually happened so I have a relative who is um die hard into a certain political figure will not understand that there are other that there are things wrong right that kind of person. Yeah. And she posted this thing a few years ago about this and this and this, and they're only doing this to him and da 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 da. And this is the article I got. This is shameful. Da da da. I'm like, okay. So I click on the article. I read the whole thing. Screenshot the part where they said, no, this is going to be going on with both parties in the debate. It actually says it in there. 
It was the shit about turning off Trump's microphone. Oh, yeah. But the, in the article, it said they were also going to be turning off Biden's microphone if they went past the time. They were yep. just going to cut it off. But she said, oh, my God, they're only going to do it to Trump. So I found the part in the article where it said, yeah, they're going to do it to both. And so I screenshot it and I used the uh, the little pen thing to circle it in mm -hmm. red. And then I posted that as a reply. I got blocked from that particular person's Facebook even now because that is the second time that I have like done that and corrected them and been like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one. So the second article, as you go further down, talked about the hyperfocus. Mm -hmm. So it was right. It was like about four paragraphs down. That's all he had to go down was talking about the fact that most describe top space as being hyperfocused. So I'm not sure where the hell he got from that particular article. Reading is hard. Right? But and then but he just kept posting, where's your links? I didn't see them. Did you post your links? Like there were four things that he that he wrote about where were my links? I'm sorry, it was daytime. I was at work. So, you know, I couldn't respond immediately to everything. Mm -hmm. So I ended up posting my link showing this thing was was mentioned. The word top space was mentioned in this article in 2003, 20 fucking years ago. So anyway, he made a quote unquote correction video where he stated in the correction video about all the things I had said. But somehow he was attributing it all to his publisher. Huh? Exactly. Wait, what? Uh-huh. He was attributing it to his publisher because supposedly he has a publisher. Where are his links? Where are the links to his whatever? Is it a new is it an article that he published in a blog or is it like an actual book? Well, what's very interesting is is he also got if you do a deep dive into his posts, which don't because I did it for you, but I am a masochist. So I've saved you all the pain. I don't want to. I've saved you all the pain. Um he he will talk about how he's teaching a class. But he won't say where or with who. He just goes, if you know, you in my local community, if you know, you know. Okay, if you follow me on TikTok, when I am teaching a class, I tell you who it's through. If you would like to know more about taking classes with people who are vetted instructors, then listen to our episode on vet your instructors. <laughs> That's correct. I did it. <laughs> Not pretty, but you did it. Hey, it got done. That's all we can ask for, right? I never said it was going to be pretty. <laughs> but I found it very interesting. He never gives you any information and there's no links. Rara, I hate to tell you this, but his classes are in his mother's basement in front of a bunch of stuffed animals. Well, there are two people on TikTok. One is Lauren Allen and another one is uh, my friend Hope who both tried to vet this guy. For and, for teaching a class or just in general? for As an educator. Okay. And they couldn't find him. He supposedly taught at this one convention, but when they reached out to that those convention folks, they're like, we don't know this guy. Holy shit. So, um, I yeah. This is the problem, guys. When we talk about getting your education from people, why it's so important to vet your educators. Yeah, and honestly... Most of TikTok is just a video blog of people spewing, spewing, spewing opinions, mm -hmm. talking out of my ass. And this is the reason why the more legit people who actually do teach these classes get very, very frustrated. Yeah. So eventually he stopped arguing with me because I was right. And so I won that one too. Except for the fact that he still continues. God damn. Luckily, right now he's got, you know, it's it's a hard thing on TikTok because I want to correct his misinformation, but I also don't want to bring traffic his way. And uh, right now he doesn't have a large following, to say the least. Okay. Well, that's good. Wh what was the one something something bunny? There was somebody who's, oh no, not bunny. It was Kitty. Braddy Cat. Well, that's what I'm about to talk about. Okay, this is the almost kerfuffle This is part? the almost kerfuffle. Okay, good. I didn't forget. It's on my notes. So I actually came close to a third kerfuffle. This one also on TikTok. But I decided to take the private route. I do that a lot. I, I don't like to bring 
negative attention to people. I don't want to come across as that creator who does that. There's a lot of creators who, if you say or do something wrong, they will stitch or duet you. And tell you why you're wrong. And tell you why you're wrong. Listen, listen, kinky Karen, you don't want to do this? I mean, I thought that was part of your identity was telling people why they're wrong. I am much more likely to make a post that says, so I saw a creator that said this. I saw a post that said that. And then give the correct information. I I just don't feel a need to attack. I just want to educate and make sure people have the correct information. So I am much more likely to do that or to send a private message to comment. You know, I can comment so that my stuff is lost in the comments and they see it, but maybe others don't. Because if I make a comment on your post, you're the only one who gets a notification. Unless you happen to watch the post and decide to read the comments, but you won't get notified that it's there. Or I'll send you a message. So in this case, he made a post that says, I'm thinking I can increase my reach if I pull a Cyrano de Bergerac. Any hot femme presenting people want to act as eye candy while I tell them what to say. So first of all, you have to know who Cyrano is. Well, I watched the Brady Bunch. I know exactly who, who Cyrano is. Rah, rah. Oh, my God. Did you never see the Brady Bunch episode with Cyrano de Bergerac? Nope. Oh, you should. Yeah, there's a Brady. There's a, that's actually probably where I really, truly learned all about who and what Cyrano is because it was a Brady Bunch episode. Oh, my God. The point is I learned. Okay, I'll take it. You know what? Because I would have been younger. We wouldn't have covered Shakespeare yet. Yeah, I'm I'm that much of a nerd. Okay, anyway, yeah. Really? When did you start learning Shakespeare? High school. Right. I watched the Brady Bunch before I was in high school, doofus. I mean, I did too. It was on Nick at Night. Right. I was watching it real time. (laughs) Had a big crush on Greg Brady. I was watching the Brady Bunch at the same time that I was watching Happy Days. Yes. Okay, Happy Days, I think I watched... Well, the end. I don't know that I started watching at the beginning, but by the end I was watching it. Hey! Hey! Now I see Henry Winkler and I'm like just going, he's just an old Jewish man now. I mean, isn't that even hotter? Not my type. Yeah, so my dad apparently was very Fonzie when he was that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was an actual greaser. The Fonz was everything. Yeah, no, that, that literally was my dad. He was supposed to be just a secondary character. And everybody fell head over heels in love with him. And that's how he became the Fonz. Well, you know, that happened in Family Matters too, right? With Urkel. Steve Urkel didn't even come in until partway through season two. Yeah. And suddenly Judy was gone and they replaced her with the neighbor kid. And he made the show. Yes. That show wouldn't have gone anywhere without Urkel. Yep. So I wrote I wrote to him privately. Not that I'm making it. I'm not that I'm making it public now, but. I said, I'm reaching out to you because I don't believe in attacking people publicly, but communicating issues privately. Your post about a femme presenting person being eye candy while you tell them what to say is a very bad look. And honestly, as a woman, quote, offensive. So we should just stand there and look pretty while a man tells us what to say. I'm sure you can see how that is not going to go over well. No, it was disgusting to say. And second of all, He doesn't even know shit to say. All of his shit has been dead wrong. So if he gets somebody to actually follow him and say, oh, I'm going to tell them that, I don't know, what's something completely batshit asinine backwards. The sky is green. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my pretty face comes on and I'm going to say, hey, guys, guess what? The sky is green. Um, No. You're still fucking full of shit, even if you're saying it through somebody else's mouth. Mm-hmm. You are you're shitting out of somebody else's mouth. That's vile. So his response is, thank you for your feedback. No offense was intended. Do you as well as anyone recognize that TikTok is as much about the glitz as it is about the substance? It's one of the few areas where I, as a mask-presenting person, and not a good one at that, am at a disadvantage. Well, at least he knows his looks aren't. Okay, anyway. There's a reason women dominate polytalk and TikTok, and it's because people want something pretty to look at. I believe if someone better looking than me delivering my message will help more people, it's worth it. Now, here's what's interesting. He's not wrong in the sense that pretty people get more attention. Yes. On TikTok. All right. He is wrong about the fact that being a mass presenting person is a disadvantage. It actually isn't in kink talk. 
Oddly enough, Kink Talk is one of the few places where the mask presenting folks get more attention than the female presenting folks. And I think it's because of all these uh, femmes who identify as submissive, who fantasize about these mask men being their doms. They only identify as submissive because they haven't tried doming yet. I think they only identify submissive because they haven't actually submitted yet. But that's a whole nother story. I'm also <laughs> talking out of my ass here. Joke, people. Calm down. Ha, it's not me. You've been the one banging, not me. I, got, I was leaning on the table and I moved. Your table <laughs> is very squeaky. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. I was not molesting the table. That is rah-rah. Okay, I was just leaning on it for a little bit. But regardless, my point wasn't whether or not he was right about the fact that if a pretty person came on, he'd get more attention. My point being was that you are a mask-identifying person asking a woman to stand there, look pretty, and be your puppet. And you'll just tell them what to say. <laughs> That's just wrong. It's misogynist to the extreme is what that is. That's the problem. And the fact that he still couldn't identify that. And I'm like looking at and the comments of what few there were. Nobody else pointed that out to him. Misogynist going to misogynate. <laughs> That was a lot better in my head. Actually, in my head, it was misogynist going to massage, but that didn't work either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that was that was that kerfuffle that I almost. You're good at these. Caused, created. Well, it is one of the things as part of being our social media person who's and who's also always looking for new ideas for graphics, for episodes i'm on social media more than one person should ever be i'm so tired of tiktok coming up and the nice little lady going you've been on a long time you know you can set parental guidelines i am the I've fucking never parent. had that issue well then you haven't been on there as long as i have <laughs> which is why you are the social media <laughs> person and i stay the fuck away okay and i've run into a lot of things that some of it is just personal preference on my part that makes me nuts Right. The fact that everything is dom sub versus top bottom. Mm -hmm. Personally, it makes me insane. I agree. Because there is so much more to kink than just DS. Also, doms are mostly tops and subs are mostly bottoms. So therefore, it is a more inclusive word to use top and bottom. And it just... It it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't disservice to the community because there are people who are learning and feel like, oh, if I don't have a dom, then I'm not a submissive. Or if I don't have a dom, I can't go to a munch go to an event or a party. You know, or or people will be like, I often advise people when they talk about, well, I don't have a dom, but I want to try this stuff out. I'm like, go to a fucking dungeon event where they have demo tops and try shit out you don't have to have a dumb to try this stuff out and the demo tops are just going to be so fucking excited you're there and that they can break your cherry of whatever it is they're going to fucking take care of you right but you have no idea how excited we get but that's not necessarily a right versus wrong issue that's a personal preference for me that we don't make everything about the dom and the sub. Mm -hmm. But some shit is just fucking wrong. Like brat being a definition of a type of submissive. Nope. Can a submissive be a brat? Absolutely. Can a dom be a brat? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can a bottom be a brat? Yes. Can a top be a brat? Yes. So then a brat is not a type of submissive. It is a type. It is a type of kingster. Should put that on the t-shirt. This, how big do you need this t-shirt to be? I can only fit so much on there. I don't know. But so far we have three ver uh, definitions of brat that are going on this t-shirt. Right. And we also wanted to make a not all brats or submissives. Oh, God. To, go, to add to our not all series. That's true. Oh, God. I'm going to have so much work to do this week. Right. 
Well, and and it's funny because that not all series comes from my perusing of the social media mm-hmm. and seeing this fucking incorrect information. Okay, I ran across and I didn't say anything because I'd already been kerfuffled out. <laughs> you needed a break from the kerfuffling. I needed a break from the kerfuffling. There was another Instagram post by a very popular, popular creator that does this a lot and frustrates the ever-living fuck out of me. Where they answered a question about submissives by talking about the dominant as he. What? So, so somebody wrote in, can a submissive do yada, yada, yada? Okay, yes. And the answer was something along the lines of, well, you need to talk to your dominant. He might. No, I would automatically go they. This is a constant thing with this particular creator. And it's so fucking frustrating because at what point do we, are we still going to be doing this shit? Not every dominant is male. Some are female. Some are non-binary. Not every submissive is female. Some are male. Some are non-binary. You know what cracks me up about this? The not all part. It's like we're taking back that phrase because that kind of started with when you say uh, it has to do with essay. When we say men do this and the man comes back with not all men do this. I saw an absolutely fucking brilliant post the other day until it is none it is all until it is no man it is all men mm-hmm. because we don't fucking know if you are the type of man that's going to do that right we had that talk in the in the discord server the other day about mm-hmm. uh, serial killers yes see these are the fun and interesting things that you can discuss in our patreon discord server all you have to do is join. Go to patreon.com slash podcast and you can join for as little as $2 a month and have interesting discussions like serial killers don't always look like what you would think a serial killer looks like. No, it was uh, serial killers don't always participate in BDSM activities and not all BDSM activity people are serial killers. Is that what that was? Yes. It was because I was looking, I was complaining about the serial killer uh, podcast I was listening to. The very first episode that I heard, he was a sadomasochist, a sexual sadomasochist. That's what they kept saying, a sexual sadomasochist. And I'm like, well, that's not fucking fair because so am I. And I'm not a serial killer yet. Aren't all serial killers some type of sadist? They're killing you. Yeah, but you can kill somebody without torturing them first. Well, that's true. But so that's, you're not a sadist then? If you don't torture them when you kill them? No, you just end their life and it's nice and clean. So you're a kind serial killer? They they might exist. I've never heard of one, but they might. (laughs) They just haven't been caught yet because they're so sweet and nice about it when they kill you. But it's like, (laughs) I got nothing on that one. I don't know. All I'm saying is it really pissed me off. Okay. Because not all kinksters are serial killers. There you go. That's another (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. But anyway, that's where the whole not all thing came from. But yeah, it's, I just feel like in the year of our Lord, 2023. Huh? Lord? (laughs) I didn't say Lord. I said Lord. Okay. Well, if you can say binicular, I can say Lord. (laughs) Well, yes, I'm not stopping you. I'm just saying that's not what I said. Okay. But in the year of our Lord, duh. 2023 can we fucking get past referring to dominance as men and females as submissive can we pretty please probably not because i think we're still going backwards and 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 honestly this is oh that was um oh god this happened my thing was so quiet mike fell down again you're not nice to your mic i'm not i gotta stroke him better okay so going back to the second kerfuffle on TikTok about the top space. Somebody, I think it was the second kerfuffle. I just had so many recently, I don't know. Where somebody wrote about how changing the definition is just because the younger generation wants to do things differently. No, not necessarily. It's because shit changes over time. We don't still use the Victrola to play music. 
Dara? We don't use an iPod to play music anymore, for fuck's sake. Yes. Am I in the younger generation? Oh, um, no. No. No, I'm not, am I? No, you've just learned that there are different things and that you have grown and evolved. I mean, literally, do you hear, have you listened to the beginning podcasts again? I try not to because it's weird. We're wildly different, even from two, three years ago when we started this. Lots of different changing opinions. Well, one of the things that we, we had to change, because we should change, was use, using they versus he and she, because we tended to say he, she, not necessarily specifically to dominance, just people. Yes. Very and, binary way of thinking. And somebody pointed out we needed to be less binary, and they were right. And we've made an effort. We don't always catch it, but we have made the effort. And as I tell people, it's all, am I perfect at it? No. Am I better than I used to be? Yes. By a long shot. And I will continue to get better because it's just a matter of practicing and making the effort. Do you remember when we actually still used SSC? Long ago. Yeah. I think that was when we first met. It was like, what, six, seven years ago at this point? No, it was longer than that. When did we meet? Uh, 2016. Shit. Yeah. So seven years. Mm -hmm. All right. So seven years we used SSC. Now we don't. We have evolved. We have different ways of thinking. We've moved on. Neither one of us are exactly in a younger generation, which is what, Gen Z and below? Uh, I. Well, are there any? Is the great generation still? Do we have any of those still left or are we just up to boomers now? Uh, no, there's still some great generation. Right. I, wait, when did that one start? Because my grandmother is about to be 102. Well, the baby boomers were from the end of World War II when everybody came five, high. I think. Yeah, give or take, yeah. Yeah, my parents are boomers. They're old as fuck. Yeah, so am I. And then my grandparents, I don't remember. I think that that's greatest generation. They might be. Hopefully so they're not left. kinking because they'll break shit. As long as they're risk aware. Yeah, they're going to break shit. I think we don't have any more silence. Yeah. But look, as we talked about in the last episode, I was taught CNC doesn't have a safe word. It's what I was taught. I was taught that too, and I immediately disagreed with it. Well, to me, I didn't because it made sense because I never thought of CNC as a scene. I thought of CNC as a dynamic. Mm -mm. And... The only way you should be involved in the dynamic is if you have a long-term relationship between two people who know each other so well that they can read the body language and understand the signs and wouldn't push you past your breaking point. But regardless, I learned not okay. They have to have a safe word. But a dynamic means that you do that constantly. You're always in it. That's yes. the relationship. Yes. C and C is inherently a scene because I, you're not doing it all the time. Disagree. It is, huh? Disagree. Okay. I think it is also a type of a dynamic where we have discussed at the beginning, for example, free use. Okay. Free use is part of your relationship and it's C and C. It means I can fuck you anytime, anywhere, any place and you can't tell me no. I would never. Well, and that's fine. You're allowed to say, no, I won't do it. But that's, that tends to be part of a relationship. Now, somebody could argue and say, well, each time you're doing it, it's a scene. And if you're going to get down to that level of semantics, I'm not, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree. Honestly, that's where I'm going with it. Well, for me, though, that's part of the dynamic. That's one of the things in your relationship. I feel like that's a negotiated scene within the dynamic. The dynamic to me is the relationship. What you do is the scene. As I said, I'm, I, I understand where you're coming from. I just have a different viewpoint because for okay, me... Okay, then that's fine. For me, it's part of your dynamic. Maybe that would make an interesting debate on an episode sometime. See what other people think of that. We'll have to discuss. We'll have to ask the question in our Discord server. We will. Which, again, you can join for as little as $2 a month. Anyway. <laughs> and have very wildly interesting discussions like All serial killers and dynamics. All over the place. But you know what? I learned. And now, you know the old saying, when you know better, you do better? Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't understand why at this point... Okay, that one was me. I don't understand why, <laughs> <For> at, <you. laughs> why at this point we still have somebody who fucking calls themselves an educator. Still saying things like dominant he 
and submissive she. Now nah, that drives me nuts. Absolutely fucking nuts. Like we're we're past that, guys. It, it, even if you can't bring yourself to think in a non-binary way because you're old as fuck and it's been like 40 years of thinking binary, women can be dominance. Done. End of story. Like hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's Hi. me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I I chose to let that that go by the way. Said I've called that particular creator out, and I actually made a graphic several months ago, inspired by that same creator doing the same fucking thing. It's a very popular graphic, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Anytime I post shit like that, it's a popular graphic. Oh, I know what I did do. I did on TikTok, though. They have this on this day where they they pop up a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And it did happen to come up something that I had posted a year ago saying, can we just get past this with the he and the she and mm-hmm. use the fucking they? So that like that was my way. But it, was, it wasn't on Instagram. That was on TikTok. And I put it up there because it made me feel better. And it get, it always gets everybody, you know, clapping and yay and preaching and amen. But I also know I'm preaching to the choir. The people who probably don't agree with me don't tend to follow me or they like to block me because it just makes their life easier. Yeah, kinky Karen. I know. I've been I've now been blocked by several people. Oh my god, whatever did you do to deserve that? Did you did you tell them that they were doing something incorrectly? Yeah. Poor them. You tell me I do shit wrong all the time. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> Mental masochist. What? <laughs> okay, but I, I, I tell you, I tell everybody when they're doing something wrong nicely the first time. <laughs> Have I ever done something wrong? No, you haven't. Twice? No. Or do I learn my shit? I like to think I never make the same mistake twice. I'm trying to remember now. But I never, I don't know that I've ever said you're wrong so much as I would say, you know, Darn, you might want to rethink this. You're like, I disagree. Mm-hmm. And here's why. And then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and shut up because there ain't I mean, no change look, in your mind. Excuse me. We just had a discussion where I said I disagree. Mm-hmm. So I have proof positive that I said to you, totally understand where you're coming from. I just have a different point of view. And I say the same back. Right. But there's, there's, as I said, again, that's a difference. Then saying something like top space is like subspace and you get high and it's dangerous. It's not. It's just not. It's just not. Plain and simple. Incorrect. Right? Brat is a type of submissive. It's no, not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> like there's CNC differences. is the same as rape play. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> That's- Did we get drunk during this episode because we're starting to slur? <laughs> I'm just frustrated because I feel like I say the same stuff. Okay, again, that was me. You're <laughs> flailing again. Because now I'm upset. You're flailing and you hit the knob. Now you've made me upset. Rara, you don't like hitting knobs. You always say be nice to the knobs. And then knobs will be nice to you? Yeah, that knob, it, you're giving it a beat down at this point. That's okay. I, have, I haven't stroked Mike recently. So he's, <laughs> is he being good? Okay, good. He's upright. He is up right now. Mike and Scarlett. These are my best friends while we're recording. (laughs) Scarlett controls the episode. And uh, Mike is very floppy or upright, depending on his mood. So have you gotten into any kerfuffles or you leave all the kerfuffling to me? You are the ultimate kerfuffler, Rara. I don't do enough social media to get into a kerfuffle. We need to come up with a t-shirt about kerfuffles. Okay, so kerfuffle definition on the front and then brew ha 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 on the back or or what about the um i could also do the graphic that i created about zero days since my last kerfuffle yes and put that, that on also the works <laughs> that also works look i can't help it every day i go into social media Let's do it now. Let's Ooh, let's do we this also, live. Wait, wait, wait. We also need one with that sticker that you made with the whole um, um, certified pinkster. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's just go through. Let us see if we see anything on here because we can do this live, my kerfuffling. All right. Here's, here's the question. Would you go ahead and do the punishment for something you do not feel you deserve? 
just because he is your dom. Well, first of all, he and his word goes. Nope. No, it don't. Right. First of all, that's another misconception. The dom's word doesn't just go no matter what. There's there's room for negotiation in there. Right. Well, here's the here's the answer. Here's part of the answer. It in the overall issue is a misunderstanding about which perspective of the events that caused the punishment matters. In short, if the dominant perceives an infraction, it doesn't matter if the submissive disagrees. There's a lesson to be learned. No, what? No. Hey, hold the fuck up. In that case, the dom is fucking wrong. If they perceive it and it didn't happen, then your perception is wrong. Oh, I think then the submissive should uh, punish the dominant for being a jackass. The submissive may feel they don't deserve the punishment because they don't understand why they are being corrected. Listening to the dominant as to why they are being corrected and asking clarifying questions can help resolve confusion. For the dominant. If the submissive continues to assume that they should, quote, just accept the punishment because they are the dom and what they say goes, end quote, the conflict will be left to fester and lead to resentment of the dominant. That I will agree with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, here we go. A valid way to have DS is where the dom's perspective is the only perspective and the governing force. Wait, no. 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 <laughs> Speaking as somebody who has been on both sides of the slash in relationships. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. It is just, ah, yeah. Okay, so there's, see, this is the type of shit that I deal with all the time. And this is why I get so angry. You get, I get angry, angry eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Oh my God, why are we like this? I know. Oh, here's another one from the same creator. Yeah. A common misunderstanding that people who are new to the scene seem to have is that kink and sex are indistinguishable from each other. If something kinky ensues, something sexy is sure to follow. Nope. Right? I, well, I agree with them right now that that's a common misunderstanding. But here's where this, this creator loses me. The reality is, however, that the two can and sometimes should be separated. Well, do, do they have an example about the should? I, I, I'm not, like, I don't understand this because to me, the answer is very simple. They don't have to be. Like, they, why are you saying can and sometimes should be? I don't. I would like an actual example of when should yeah. be separated. Can? Yes. 100% agree. Everything can have a sexual component. It can not have a sexual component. I would very much like to know about the should. Can you ask? Like, <laughs> I, I really genuinely want an example. Fuck it. Anybody else on here, if you have an example of a scene where... The sexual component should be removed from the scene. Please tell me. Here's a meme somebody posted. The only dominant a submissive should call sir, master, or daddy is the one who has earned her submission. I'm going to vomit. What about ma'am, princess, mommy? What about their submission? What happens if it's a male submissive? Oh my God. Or a non-binary who doesn't go by he or she? I was getting there. I'm still stuck on the whole. Ah, oh, people frustrate me. Stop it. Well, I shouldn't be the only one frustrated and angry. Here we go. Here's another one by the same eyes. Here's the same one. Any submissive worth the title will guard her heart and her submission and only relinquish control to one who can bear the burden. There's so much wrong with that statement. I don't even know where to start. There's so much wrong with that. Yeah. It's it's Rough. constant. Yeah. Stop it. Get off the social media. You're giving me a headache. I'm so sorry. I, I don't. I'll stop. Yeah, please. Because there's a reason I don't do this. Stop so, sharing shit with me. Welcome to my oh. land of kerfuffles. I don't like it. I want to leave. We might have to make this like a regular occurring thing <laughs> like we do with the Reddit and some other stuff. That's true. Because I'm sure I will live to see another kerfuffling day. Well, so here's the thing. The, my favorite part about this episode, this was my idea. 
It was. <laughs> I said, hey, I feel like you should save all these stories and turn this into an episode. We'll just call it Rara's Kerfuffleisms. Or whatever the fuck we're calling this. Rara's latest kerfuffles. That's right. That's what it was. I really wanted you to go for the trifecta. You almost had it. So what is this? Two and a half? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we can get a full three next time. I, I, you know, why do I have to deal with all that? Do you know how exhausting mentally that is? I don't care. I don't have to do it. I, That's I, all you. That's all you, boo. Hi, fuck. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. Stay twisted.